Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. As the Nationals are strike away from franchise history and some World Series history. Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7! Oh, oh, great crossover. Got Just him. Fournier. <laughs> uh, that's called getting put on skates. Down to two, down to one, and the Washington football team with the upset in Pittsburgh, handing the Steelers their first loss of the season, coming back from 14-0 down. What a win. The show by the fans for the fans. Covering all four major sports in the District of Champions. It's the DC Crossover Podcast with your hosts, Mike Cerrone and Ben Simpson. Hey, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to episode 160 of the DC Crossover. I am Ben Simpson. That is Mike Cerrone. Glad to be back with you all I had a little sick day last week. Still, I mean, Mike and I, I feel like we're both just getting hit by colds left and right. I'll try not to cough into the microphone too much tonight. We'll give you a pass. Um, we'll but, give you a pass. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's just one of those ones where it's just like uh, nothing else is really wrong with me too much, but it's just this darn cough, and like it will hit you like right around when you're trying to go to bed. You'll start start hacking up a lung, and then like. Uh, you know, it's just the worst. It's just the worst. But uh, regardless, we're here. Uh, follow the show on Twitter at the DC Crossover Nets around 16 and the talk, the TikTok DC Crossover podcast. There, a lot to get into tonight on the program. Uh, of course, we'll be talking commanders, uh, just garbage <laughs> loss to the Giants. Um, I'm telling you, my uh, 7 and 10 prediction is looking. Better and better every day, yep. you know, judging on games like that. Um, and then uh, we will touch on, of course, on Survivor. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we've also got our picks and, and all that good stuff. So plenty to get to tonight. Also, I mean, the NBA season kicks off tomorrow night. I don't think the Wizards play till Wednesday. Um, That's when the big slate of games you know. going on. Right, right. So it's it's exciting. I mean, college basketball is a couple weeks away as well. I mean, this is this is the nice time of year where it's like, all right, weather's getting colder. 
So there's less of a reason for you to be like out and about in the evenings. Now you bundle up, you stay at home, you watch NBA, college basketball, you got hockey, you got obviously like you know football a bunch of times a week as well. I mean, this is this is a great time of year for the homebodies. This is this is this is prime time to be loading up on the pizza Ooh. and the beer and whatever. And having the games on the TV and not moving for hours. Yeah. That is that is the best time of year. I think the best time of year, you know, getting older is – and the funny thing is I think my body is just like breaking down. And I think I, my body thinks I'm like Al Michaels or something where I'm like, like, like dragging my butt into the to the booth because right, like right. every day I'm feeling like lazier and lazier. Now I know I need I need to I'm, and I have been looking the last like week or so into gyms and I'm right now right okay. now I am leaning into LA Fitness. Um, Ooh, because, because well, Planet Fitness is just it's it's out of the way now, and I, I'm not the type of person anymore to have to drive 20 minutes. Yeah, it has to be a gym that's like within a. Within a fifteen minute drive, right. I think is like the cut. So my my thing is, I, I looked at World Gate, but I mean they're like a hundred twenty oh, yeah. bucks for two people. I was like, yeah, I, I'm not Oof. doing all that. Um, and then I was like, you know, and that's really close. And then all of a sudden, I looked at Golds because they have one in Clock Tower, but they just closed it. And what they also were doing is that they opened a brand new one or opening a brand new one right by Reston National. But okay. the biggest thing that I'm looking into is. I want one that has a pool. I want a pool. Ooh, do a little laps, so, little Michael Phelps. So here's action. here here's okay. my new spiel: is I want to go to the to the to the gym and LA Fitness, yeah. as you know, as a Herndon guy, LA Fitness yeah. is over by Duck Donuts and that kind of little area right there. It's a dangerous yeah, spot. Well, <laughs> to be having a donut shop right by your well, gym. that's true. That is true, but. It, that's what I meant. Not like dangerous as in like you're going to get well, shot going to the gym. That's not well, what I meant. I, I, I took it that way the first part. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. It's, it comes with the territory. Um, but then I was looking at that one. And, of course, their website's down. So it's like you can't get anything. I'm like, okay, it's sweet. And it's been down for like five days. So right. I was looking at that one. And if it's like 30 or 40 bucks, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll shell that out. Because that, will, that yeah. will also give me the motivation that I was like, I got to get my money's worth and go. Right. Yeah. If you're, if you're paying that and you're going to the gym, you're getting your money's worth. If you're paying that and you're not going to the gym, then you're just throwing money right. away. Exactly. Which is what they count on. They kind of count on you not oh, yeah. going. <laughs> They're like, yeah, this guy's. Yeah, it's like I'm not going to go to like a lifetime or anything like that because those are so expensive to the point where it's like it's not even worth it. Um, also, right. Lifetime is there for like kids and stuff because they got like slides and all that kind of crap. But anyways, right, right. my goal was to get a life. Excuse me, a uh, planet or I can't even talk. Uh, uh, which one? Which which LA one fitness? is it? <laughs> LA Fitness, an LA Fitness one. Yeah. Go and you know you know go on the treadmill for just a little bit and then then lift some weights and then go and and swim like fifteen twenty laps. Ooh, that sounds you know fun. and and do that and then chill in the the jacuzzi for a little bit. Yeah, and then. Get up and leave, and then it's not. It's only you know you go down where you used to work, your old office, mm -hmm. uh, or if it's I guess your current office or whatever. But you don't work there anymore. I just never go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> if I went there, then it's only what a five to ten minute drive, if that. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I know the exact one across from like where the target yeah, stuff yeah. is. Yeah, so yeah. it's right over there, and um, and basically I was saying, hey, that's not a bad spot to go. It's you know I'll, I'll if I pay the money if I go three times a week it's worth the money yeah so yeah, uh, yeah, you know, but I, I plan on going at least four times a week but 
I need to do that. And if I, and because, you know, I was looking up like swimming against, you know, cause I can't, you know, with my knees, I can't do the treadmill bit anymore. And I, I've, I haven't been able to do that for a while. And that's the thing is, you know, the low impact stuff, I could get my, my heart racing with some cardio doing swimming. And I wouldn't mind doing that. Cause I could go at certain times where it's not going to be busy or whatever. Um, yeah, you don't have to worry about being shirtless in front of like the the people that go swimming. If, if you're talking about going like early, early, no, no, not early. That I th- can't do that. Oh, so you're talking about like evenings? Time. Yeah, I was it like that or at, right after work or something like that. Something that okay, you know, okay. whatever it is. Because I mean, I think that would be you're gonna have to scout it out because I don't know what the clientele is like. You know, right after work. I mean, maybe you'd be able to miss any sort of rush. Because my my concern would be, I show up to go to the pool. My fa- you know fat ass <laughs> shows up at the pool, and then suddenly it's like you know five like Olympic training. Like the women's dive team is sitting there, like you know doing their right. thing, and I'm you know the whale in the pool. It's just not going to work out. Well, that's what I'm saying. If I did, if I went in and I did a quick you know ten to twenty lapper, you know that right, right. that gets your heart pumping a little bit and whatever. And I that's a good. And I like swimming. Yeah. I like swimming. So mm-hmm. it's like you know whenever I go to like a a pool which I haven't gone to in years because I just don't. Um, you know, right. like I I like to just just swim laps and just just go and just just chill. And I'm looking at water waterproof earbuds and stuff like that. Dang, you're 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 getting serious with this. He's, he's, well, I told you he's doing the research. I told you, dude, my body is just breaking down to the point where. Like oh I, yeah, I'm I told you. you. I've I've had like a migraine for like two days now. Like it's a, it's like a everlasting headache, and it's like I'm out of shape, and it's just like I'm, I feel like a piece of garbage. So it's oh, just yeah. like I'm with you. I feel like I we say this every episode. I feel like yes. I'm definitely like the heaviest I've ever. Been. <laughs> like you know, it, it's it's bad. It, it, it's we're. We're, and I have a treadmill like right there, but I've been sick. And then the problem is, it's like when you get sick, you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to work out. Like it's hard right. to breathe, and you're like, you just feel like a mess. So it's been like a week since I've hopped on the on the on the treadmill. So, so here's so. here's the thing. On the, on the side note, I wanted to get yeah. this off my chest because okay. what really ticked me off today, okay, and it had something to do with work, but at the same time. It's like your old uh, the old bit we used to do on the show it grind, grinds yes, it grinds our gears. We don't have that 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 yeah. that uh, sounder anymore. I don't think, but I don't think at the so. same time, it, it wasn't really a work thing. It was so obvious. You know what? Really oh, here grinds it is. My gears. You know what really grinds my gears? You know what really grinds my gears? You know what really grinds my gears? You America and that people is what grinds my gears. <laughs> There you go. There's your proper. There we go. Oh man, that's a that's a throwback. I don't. Jeez, that was a long time ago. We had that one. But so what grinds my gears today was so elementary schools, high schools, all that kind of stuff. They can set up flu shot clinics. So you know we just we just get a flu shot there or whatever at school after work, uh, and then you know supposed to be yeah we go about our day. So they send this uh, the sign up sheet out like two weeks ago. Three weeks, three weeks okay. ago, something like that. It was a long time ago, and it was like, all right, the sign up sheets for Friday, and it was like, I don't know, September twenty seventh or something like that. All of a sudden, they said, oh yeah, it's canceled, but we're rescheduling it for October twenty third. So they Today. yes, so they sent out the sign up sheet again late last week and said, hey, there are a few spots left uh, for after school. If you if you want to get it, here's the sign up sheet again. So right when I got it. I signed me, my co-teacher, and the music teacher up for the first three slots, which is starts at 3.30. So school ends at 3.05 or whatever. 
I'm sitting there and I'm kind of hanging out, just just waiting for my time. Around 3:26, I start walking up to the lounge. So I get up there, and what do you know? There's four or five people in there that are not oh, no. the first three people signed up, sitting there oh, waiting. No. I, this 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 would get me on. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!" First of all, this happened before. Now it happened. Right. I don't think we had a flu shot thing last year, or I did. I couldn't go to it or something, so I don't remember it from last year. But when I go in there, and there's four people at least that are like, "Oh, I have a meeting to go to." Uh, and I'm like, okay, well, next time sign up for an earlier slot or don't come. Like, figure, go to CVS. I don't care, right. you know. And I'm not trying to be an ass here, but sure. But if we're talking, I mean, here's the thing: if everybody got this email about the sign up yes. sheet and everybody understands the concept of a sign up sheet, then you are not the ass in a situation because you followed the rules. Yep. You signed up for a, a slot. If they had a meeting, then they should have signed up for an earlier it's slot. It's the principle I mean, of it. The principle of it. Seriously. Yeah. So, like, our principal came in, and she signed uh, all of her stuff or sheets or whatever, and she said, I'm going to come back at my time or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then I had somebody else come in and say the same thing, like, oh, I, I have stuff to do, but I'm going to come back later or whatever. That's fine. Okay? Right. So, again... It, it, we have like a little it's like a little team me the, the PE teachers and the music teachers kind of a little team like when we have signups and stuff like that we you know it's we're a part of a specialist team so we like to sign up everything up so you know i saw the email first so i signed everybody up so apparently that ruffled feathers in some of the school be, that Ooh. i signed everybody up at the same time <laughs> because oh, no. one of the ias for kindergarten comes in and she says well he works directly with the guy that sets all this stuff up. And she looked at me. As in he, as yes, in you. Yes, she pointed at me. And I said, I, I don't even believe that he still does this. So, so he ended up telling me later that he does, but he doesn't, he doesn't handle the sign-up sheets and stuff like that. Also, what does that have to do with the fact that you signed up first before everybody else? I don't know. Because I guess she, she, she figured that he, even though he didn't... Like you secretly got the list yeah. before everybody yeah. else. Or like something? it's it's like they were all like trying to decipher this like code, like the Da Vinci Code or something like that. Of you know when the sign up sheet came out and if I got it in time or all this kind of like. First of all, I was like sixth in line, even though I was the first one signed up. So first right, of all, right, and right. I didn't get mine until like twenty minutes after when I signed up. Okay, the lady was talking to everybody, having a conversation. I'm like, lady, like, oh, that's like, the come worst. on now, something like that. It's like, look, we're all here to just get these shots and go. Like, nobody's trying to have, it. and especially when there's a yes. line. It's like, what like, are we doing? And then people came in, and like, then uh, someone to, not to be named come in, came in, and uh, yeah, change yeah, their name. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna say their name or the title. Okay, and they came in, and they were like. So so do we just go up when 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 she's ready? And I was like, uh, no, there's a line here, like you know, and 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 I've already had some uh, some you know underlines with this person in the past, uh, and well in the recent past I should say, and uh, okay, okay. And I think I told you about this. You're just ruffling feathers in this school. Left when she right. said that, all of a sudden, like I I just like I was about to blow a fuse. I'm like, 
And, right. you know, and I'm the nice guy and stuff like that. I'm the nice, funny guy, whatever yeah. you want to call him. He's a funny guy. He walks around. He finger guns. Yeah, yeah, hey. Hey, Mr. Hall, what's Mr. going Hall. on? Hey, Mrs. Flowers, looking good Whoa, today. Whoa, those are some yeah, nice names there. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> you're just wandering through the and, halls. You're, and yeah, so you're, you're Zach she comes Morris. in and says, like, so did we just go up? Like, like, like we were all just sitting there just talking. Like, no, there's a line. Like there's a, and it, it's the principle of a sign-up sheet right, that right. gets to me, and that's the issue that I'm having right now. Because then, otherwise, like, what is the point of the sign-up sheet? Yeah, if it was disregarded entirely. Yeah, because anyway. so all of a sudden, uh, that person, not to be named, comes in and says, right. like, "Oh, uh, can I go next?" And I was like, uh, "No," and I just walked up <laughs> and I stood right next to my co-teacher because he was waiting too, and I stood right next to him while he was getting the shot, like uncomfortably, like he, he was like. We were like eye to eye. I mean, I was like, like literally within. You're just making sure he's two and a half feet of his face. I'm like, I am not moving because, again, the principle of a sign up sheet is to follow the sign up sheet because you signed up. Don't go in there and start saying like, oh, I have a meeting or I have to, you know, uh, go and do this. So I signed up at you know three fifty and I need to get in there first, like. It's a problem. Okay. Luckily, the music teacher, because she has uh, she has a farther distance to go home. She she kind of like you know snuck her way in there before all the crowd came in. So she, so she got in Smart. there. But then the other two ladies, uh, they looked at me and they're like, "Can we go?" And I was like, "What am I gonna say? F no! Like get out of my way! Yeah, right. <laughs> like I need this shot." <laughs> it's like. Oh my god! And then like, like I said, the lady that was giving the shots couldn't been nicer. But she was like talking about baseball to me, and that her kid plays at Colgan, and this and that, and blah 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 blah, and how long have I been coaching, and what's my hours for coaching, and and then she's like, then every single time after the shot, you know how they like they put a bandaid on, and you're out. Like she was like yeah. like rubbing everyone's arm and stuff. I'm like, man, it's like a massage in here. It's like it's like it's like, oh dude, it was. It was just the slowest thing because I know one of the teachers had like three forty-five, and he had at least like six more people in front of him. And and oh, <laughs> this is this is what would no, I would have been on tilt. Like I would have been very pissed because like there is nothing more annoying when there is like this is the set system that we're working right. with, and then people show up and it goes out the right. window. Like any any sort of level of organization gets just thrown out, and it's like, what are we doing here? Can we can we all not abide? To the sign-up sheet, like, can we not just can we not do it? Can we not like follow directions? Like, I, I it's crazy how many, and it's funny because it's always these are adults at a school. These are these are the, the teachers teaching the kids, and they can't even follow simple rules. Oh, well, it's when that person came in and said, "Like, do we just go up there when she's ready?" I was like, "No, no, 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 no. That's not that's not how it's working." And then everyone started making fun of me because of my age. I mean, like one of the teachers. Now I like this teacher in particular, and she and she looked at me and she was like. 1991 because of my age and my, my birthday yeah and 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 this other teacher's like i graduated college in 1985 and i was like okay oh. <laughs> like what is that and then everyone's talking about like you know oh well you know i was in the civil war and all, like, all these different things and i'm like i'm like what, what are you guys like what do you what do you what are you bashing me for this to me sounds this this sounds it was stressful like, i was sounds- i was perspirating Sounds like you were there because, like, you went in thinking, like, all right, I signed up for this time slot. I'm gonna show up a couple minutes before. Right. I'm gonna, you know, get my time slot. I'm gonna get my shot right around that time, and I'm gonna yes. get out. And it's gonna be like a 15 minute, 10 minute process. It's gonna be right. quick. Sounds like it was not to, that, and that would it, majorly. It was about two or three years ago. They had it in the cafeteria, and I don't know if there was one or two people giving the shots, but they were quick. They were like, boom, boom, boom. Sure. 
As it but the be. issue is, I think that they need to give those papers. Like, I had to fill out my address, uh, you know, Ugh. my name. I had to do signatures. Give it to you ahead of I'm time. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So it's like I'm sitting there. Oh, like it was, all I'm saying, dude, is like I was such on monkey stilts because of the sole fact that everyone's going in there and not acting like they didn't know what was going on, you know, trying to cut in front of people. One one person yeah. said, like, oh, I'm subbing in for this person. And I'm, I'm like, I'm like, we're not tag teaming here. Like, subbing yeah. in. This is a flu yeah. shot. It's like, it, oh, my God. Then people are pointing fingers at me saying that I work with the guy that sets it up. And I'm like, what are you, what are yeah. you talking <laughs> about? They're, they're accusing you guys of, like, this big conspiracy, like, collusion uh, that you guys are doing. And it's... <laughs> It's just well, crazy. Well, that's that's... The, the last thing, the worst part is that again, this is a free flu shot. Okay, most everybody's right, most right, everybody's right. insurance will will cover this at a CVS where you can literally schedule right. a time that you want, go over and get it done. And li- I got mm-hmm. my COVID shot or whatever, one of my COVID shots uh, because of course school required you to get them all. I, I got my right. very first one at Harris Teeter, which is hilarious, and I got it there, yeah. and I literally scheduled, walked in, scheduled a time, or I scheduled a time, walked in, and the guy gave me the, the booster in literally less than three minutes. Oh, yeah. It's not that you difficult. You can do that at any of those places. Target even does it, too. You can go into a Target and get a shot. It's, it's yeah. wild. <laughs> Target. It's, 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 yeah, I, that's what I've done. They have their own little clinic yeah. there. It's wild. Uh, but no, that would... I am in full agreement uh, with with you on this because like that, there's nothing more annoying when like, hey, here's how everything's gonna work, and then somebody shows up late to it, and they're like, hey, can I just get in front of you? Can I cut in line because like I got this other thing I got to go do, and it's it's like, what do you think we all just don't have other things yeah. to it's do. Like, first like, off, I'm, here just I, I'm not out. the one that's that's taking forever to give to administer the shots, but it's like right, it, it's right, not right. me. Like I've been waiting here. It's like I know you might have a prior obligation. Go to that obligation. Uh, the flu yeah. shot. I know people who never have gotten a flu shot in their life, and they're fine. <laughs> right, right, like it's fine. Right, right. It's, it's oh. be, it would all be okay. <laughs> oh, that would drive me. Yep. Nuts. Uh, let's get into some football. As much as we don't want to get into some football today, because this was a rough one. I mean, it, it, it truly was uh, all around. Weird day in the NFL in general. I know we were talking on text about it where it was just like, especially for gamblers, it's one of those days where you're just like, quit. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see anything, any of these results happening. Yep. You know, like you don't see the Bears beating the Raiders with their backup quarterback. You don't see, you know, uh, I mean, even tonight, like what the Vikings will suddenly like beat the 49ers by 30 or something right. tonight. Like it's that kind of week in the NFL. I mean, the Lions getting punked by Baltimore. New like, England beating it, Buffalo. It was a, yeah, yeah. It was uh, – Cle- it was a pretty Cle- insane Cleveland day. with one of the best defenses so so far in the NFL and Indianapolis, yeah. you know, going out scoring basically forty each. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah, it was an insane day, and you know, going into this game, you know, when you look at all right, Commanders, Giants, you kind of, I mean, I made the mistake of going in thinking like, oh yeah, this should be, they're not going to blow them out, but th- they'll get a dub here. Like you know, I figured especially with. You know, when this team has been on, they've been looking really rock solid. So I figured they'd get a dub here. And boy, was this ugly. Was this ugly all around? I mean, yeah, the defense, sure, you can be happy. They only gave up 14 points. Um, You know, I wouldn't necessarily pit this loss on them. Uh, Offensively, though, it's like, what is this team doing? And you do have, obviously, the frustrations boiling over in some of the comments. Uh, We do have Jonathan Allen after the game uh, with some of his thoughts. What's the evaluation like after a loss like that? They whooped our ass, plain and simple. 
Got to be better. Anything they did that surprised you guys early on? No, I want to say so. I think it's just a lack of focus on our part, a lack of attention to detail, not starting fast, and creating holes that are too big for us to overcome in the second half. Does it get frustrating when that seems? Yes, it does. I'm fucking tired of this shit. Fucking tired of this bullshit. It's been seven fucking years of the same shit. Tired of this shit. What can you do now going forward to get it turned around? Get our minds right and get ready to play fucking Philadelphia. <laughs> My man. I love, I love oh, that, dude. Oh, man. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. I mean, if you're on that defense, you're like, look, guys, like, you know, we're working our butts off here. We only gave up 14 points in this game. We did our job. I mean, in the NFL, even bad teams are going to score some points. I mean, and the Giants are a bad team. And so, you know, you give up a couple touchdowns that should be enough to at least, you know, give you a win or, uh, you know, your offense has to do better. And and so only seven points in the game for the commanders and just with how bad this offense looked. I mean, even on the broadcast, they were talking about some of these because you had Tiki Barber and Matt Ryan uh, as uh, the – analysts on the broadcast right. and like even they at times were like why aren't they sending howell because howell's obviously getting beat up all game <laughs> long six sacks under pressure the whole time and they're like man you got to be moving him around in the pocket and when they did you know when they roll him out or things like that occasionally some good things would happen or at least some plays would be made anytime you just left him in the pocket he was a dead duck with yeah. this offensive line just Swiss cheese, just getting absolutely blown up play after play after play. I mean, how many throwaways did Sam Howell have to do yesterday? Like, I mean, the ball, he had to throw the ball away probably more than he ever threw the ball in play at all. Like he, it was, it was throwing to the sideline constantly. Uh, and yeah, this was ugly. This was ugly. So going to that point is, it's funny because you think about one of the throwaways that almost ended in a pick six. That probably should have ended in a pick six with Kayvon Thibodeau. Where, yeah, yeah, where completely. Yeah, yeah but the, yeah. the problem Riffed was, it. though, is that I believe he got hit when he threw it, but but he was in the end zone, so he had to throw it away. So it's not yeah. like someone says, like, oh, just take the sack there or something like that. The problem is, is yes, another six sacks, and apparently he's – right now I think I heard he's on pace to get 20 more sacks – than any other quarterback in NFL history in a season. I'm, I would, I'm not 20 surprised. sacks more. And that so it's like yeah. you need to have a, a couple of clean sheets just to get that average down now to the point where I think, and, and again, you, you've heard it before from me that I, I, I did not want Emmanuel Forbes. I wanted an offensive tackle. I wanted a, an offensive guard. I wanted someone to anchor down the offensive line. Last year, we said the exact same thing. The only thing about – Oh, you know, Brian Robinson was doing well and the running game was doing well. Sure, we we were doing all right last year in spurts, uh, you know, with the running game and whatnot. But run blocking is completely different than pass blocking. So when you're yeah. seeing pass blocking, you know, run blocking, you're, you know, you know the zone you're going into. You know, okay, we're blocking to the left, we're blocking to the right, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're pulling the left guard or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But the problem is with, with, with pass blocking, you have an assignment. And you're not moving that much. You're not pulling or you're not sliding to the left or whatever. Yes, you got protections. But the problem that I'm seeing is that they're just, you know, some of these guys are being left on an island with someone, 
you know, that is way superior to, to their talent level. Like Nick Gates was getting, you know, and the funny thing is they say Nick Gates has like this, this big attitude towards him and stuff like that. You can have the biggest attitude you want, but if you suck, you suck. Like that's just how yeah. it is. I mean, he was getting blown up left and right, and it's like, what are we doing out here at this point? I mean, I just don't understand how they're going to they, – they haven't figured – I mean, I don't understand why you don't just say screw it. If that's not helping us, we're going to you know go out there and we're going to find a, a, a Mike Tolbert or somebody like that that can come out here and just pick up blocks. Like get somebody in the backfield, do a, a, a two-running back set, have one guy just there to block everybody, whoever is going to run free, and then give Sam Howell some type of time because if you're going to set a record in sacks allowed, that's an issue, and that's a huge yeah. issue. And they've been everyone's been talking about that ever since week one, and that's the issue that I'm having right now is seeing this team not be able to adjust because of the sole fact that Eric Bieniemy didn't have this problem. He didn't have this problem in Kansas City where you had – you know, uh, Tyreek Hill at times, and obviously he's gone, but then you still had the best tight end in the league, if not one of the top three ever to play the game in Travis Kelsey. Plus, you have one of the best ever quarterbacks, probably you can say that title at this point in time with Patrick Mahomes. You didn't have those situations. Now he is thrown and thrusted into this situation where he has no offensive line. He doesn't have a, a wide receiver that can that can run a 4 one 40 or whatever it is that Tyreek Hill can run. He doesn't have the possession type of receiver uh, tight end mix that Travis Kelsey is. And he doesn't have a gunslinger who can throw it like a submarine pitcher, you know, like Patrick Mahomes. It's it, it's different and it's 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 tough. Like people are saying like, well, we love Eric Bieniemy, but then all of a sudden, you know, he gets a pass here and there, which I get that. But the problem with Eric Bieniemy right now is he's adjusting just like Sam Howell is. Sam Howell is adjusting to the NFL game because he's finally getting his chance, and Eric Bieniemy is in a new situation where he doesn't have you know Andy Reid and all these weapons and a great system and a great head coach and all this kind of stuff. When you're under Ron Rivera, who is, I mean, he's like a jellyfish. Ron Rivera is like a jellyfish just sitting there, like just bobbing, you know, just. Going down with the with the flow of the ocean. Hey, he got fired up yesterday. Remember? Oh, he was yelling yeah, at yeah. yeah. You saw my text that I said, "Oh, he's alive." I mean, I, 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 yeah. I mean, and it's like <laughs> the funny thing about it is, I need to go back and look at the stats and find out what our fourth down attempts are, because right now we seem like we don't go for hardly anything. It's so Nothing. you see, you know, the Eagles. Oh, here they come again. Here they go. There, there they go again. It's like. The problem that I'm seeing is that, again, I had a huge issue with this yesterday too. I don't understand why we didn't go for the fourth down in the red zone, and it was what fourth and six or something like that, a fourth and goal from the six or something like that. I forgot exactly what it was, and we didn't go for it there. Yet we wanted to kick a field goal to make it ten to fourteen in the fourth quarter, which we still would have had to score a touchdown. It makes no sense. You don't get it there. Now, I'm not talking about the field goal. You don't get the fourth down. They're pinned inside the 20. And again, like you mentioned earlier, the defense isn't to blame here. I, I mean, when you, when you, yeah, you had one bad quarter or whatever. One drive was pretty ugly. But then and pretty much everything else was rock solid. I mean, you, you, you held yeah. an NFL team, no matter how bad they are or, or how much they suck or whatever, to 14 points and three scoreless quarters. 
So you think about it that way. The offense has got to pick you up somewhere. And Ron's got to say, man, my ass is so much on fire because I'm in the hot seat. I need to go for whatever I can. Okay, you, you sh- he sh- first of all, he should be fired. That's number one. Number two, I said it last year that he should be fired. Number two, I don't understand why he's just he's playing it safe. Like, oh, let's let's take the points here. Like, everyone's been, I mean, literally been <laughs> obliterating the Giants, except for the Bills. Everyone's been obliterating them. But we can't even score double digits? I mean, that's just pathetic. And that's the problem is, yeah. I said it before, Tyrod Taylor is a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. Sorry, I, I, that's just my truth. And yes, I am a little biased because I'm a tech guy. But you look at it, he went 280 yards, two touchdowns, four sacks, okay. But he also had 25 rushing yards. It's like Daniel Jones would kill for that stat line this year. And it's like, you think right. about it, yes, he right. only had 14 points. But the, the thing about it is, is we we stopped him enough to go out there and score some points. But again, we're trying to kick field goals, you know, with short field. It's like, oh, it's just uh, so boring. Exactly. This team is Thank so you. boring. <laughs> this offense is so boring. The enemy. All right. First down. Guess what? We're going to run the football. We're going to get two yards on the ground every single time on first down. Like, that's all we're going to do. And then on second down, we're probably going to run the football again. Then we're going to get stuffed and pushed back. And then now suddenly Sam Howell's throwing it on third and eight, and we can't get any separation. And so, all right, there goes our drive. And it's just – it's so formulaic. It's so boring. It felt like they ran the ball – first down every time it felt like the passing plays there was really nothing that exciting going on I mean yeah occasionally you got guys to the outside and they you know tried to make a catch along the sideline or something along those lines uh it was just like there's just no creativity right play calling there's no creativity in the offense I mean are we really trying to rely on a duo of of Brian Robinson and Chris Rodriguez (laughs) as like the the guys that are going to get the offense jump started it's not going to work and especially when you got you know, yeah, Andrew Wiley and Nick Gates just <laughs> swinging fence. I mean, they're swinging fence, letting the defense get back there. Because the garage look, doors. Like, as you said, like the Giants have, have have some guys. I mean, they have some ballers. I mean, they got Thibodeau and and some of the other guys on the team that were able to. Um, you know, Dexter Lawrence had a couple sacks right, right. in the game. Like, you know, they got some some studs, but at the same time, I mean, this is just embarrassing. This team uh, now. So Derek Carr. 2002 record, 76 sacks in one season. Howell's now at 40 through seven games. So we got 10 games to go. This may get – I mean, he, he may set the record. I mean, he, <laughs> he I would be shocked if he didn't. Um, but all, all, all we're asking for, all I want to see is just, yeah, look, if, if you don't have the horses, then you got to get creative. If you if, – again, like – even though it's funny, you kind of do have the horses. I mean, you got one of the best wide receivers in the league, and Terry McLaurin, who he did get have a pretty good game, ninety yards. Obviously, no touchdowns, but he he played pretty well. Dodson, you know, you got to have that catch there oh my God. Uh, in that situation. I mean, and and scary Terry had a drop too early in the game that he really should have hauled in. Also, where the contact didn't even really come till after he should have secured the catch, anyways. But yes, the Dotson drop was awful. Um, you know, the offense just seems so lifeless. It seems like Howell, who has, uh, he's just like running for his life, you know, every play. Howell is giving his all. And I just don't, I don't put that loss, sure, were there maybe a couple decisions where you're kind of wondering what's going on? Yeah. But for the most part, I can't really blame the guy. 
because he's getting Dexter Lawrence in his face every single play. He can't trust his offensive line. Obviously, he's, he'll never say that he can't trust him. He, I know he took some of the blame for the loss, I think. And it's like, no, dude, you're getting chased out of the pocket every play. You're running for your life. And then, like, there's no creative play calling where none of these guys are really getting open. Right. So, you know, screw this, man. I mean, uh, and, and Rivera just it baffles me the decision-making that he that he has. I mean, even at the end of the half where it was like, all right, you could have had the – if you had used some timeouts here, you could have had the ball with, you know, 40 seconds or so. And, yeah, it's like, all right, is, is there – really are the odds that you're going to be able to maybe get some points? It's pretty low odds, but you at least give yourself a chance right. to yeah. try and score. And, and that's another one where the, the analysts on the broadcast were also like, I'm not sure why Rivera's not using a timeout here. And, and that's just never a good look. And we and right now, according to StatMuse, the Commanders have only gone for it on fourth down nine times. Yep. I got I got, I got the stats on it right here. So so going along yeah. with what you're saying, the fourth downs. Okay, I'm going to read off to you. Obviously, some of the teams which you I know you have in front of you as well. So right now, the Commanders have nine fourth downs. Now again, you have to think about it this way: they've played seven games. All right, maybe you know I would say. They should average one and a half per game, for instance. Okay, right. so you do one and a half right there. That's about ten to to twelve. So they're kind of on that mark. So I will give it to them. Okay, for for that reason. But you have to also look into, you know, for instance, the Bears game. Now I don't know how many they went in the Bears game, but they were down by so damn much to the point where you have to look at that game and the Bills game because. Those two games, I believe, probably had like six or seven fourth downs they had to go for uh, combined because yeah. they were down by so much. The first team is your Lions. They've gone for sixteen. What's yeah, their what's what's their record? Time. Five and two. They're yeah, five and two, yeah. and they go for it sixteen times. Now their percentage is forty three point eight, but you have to think about it. They're probably going for a fourth and three or something like that. And these are usually pretty big fourth downs as well. Right, like, and they're like impactful. Keeping the drive alive that end in points sort of deal. The so. Colts they suck, uh, and the Giants they suck. So you think about it right there, you you kind of negate them because they've probably been down by so much. But you're looking at the, the the best teams on this list that have double digits. You're looking at the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think they're a really good team for the most part, and they have 11. You're looking at the Chargers. I think they're a really good team despite their record right now. They have 11. Uh, you're also looking at the Eagles. They have 14. Again, like I said, the Lions, they have 16. These teams that you know put their balls on the table and go for it on these situations have pretty good records or have the, the talent to go out there and make the first down. The, the difference yeah. is, is, again, you have to go back and look at the Bills and the, and the Bears games to see those fourth downs. And, and I don't have the stat in front of me just yet, but at the same time, you're looking at it and saying, this is a situation where, again, I mean, look at the decision-making like you mentioned, okay? Go back to uh, the first touchdown that the Giants scored. We stopped them on like the three-yard line or the four-yard line or whatever it was to make a fourth down. So instead of saying, hey, they're going to make a decision to kick a field goal or go for it, we ended up giving them a 10-yard penalty, replay the down, and we gave them, what was it, a third and 15 from the 15-yard line and, and the, right, the, the right, next right, pass, right. Tyrod throws a dime to Darren Waller. For a it's like, what are we? What are you yeah, doing? That was that was that was bad. 
That was bad. No, I, I remember. How many times have you seen that though? Where, where scratch like, my head? On I mean, how many yeah. times have you seen that where the the coach says, "Yeah, we're gonna back him up," and then all of a sudden they're like, "All right, we'll just throw a post pattern or something like that," and then all of a sudden they catch it. Especially when you look at the personnel on the other team. I mean, you look at an athletic big guy like Darren Waller, who's the type of guy that you're gonna yeah. go to in that situation <laughs> nine times out of ten. And if you don't go to him, you're the defense is thinking they're going to him, and you're gonna go send it to somewhere else. Right. So like, you know, it. it you don't give teams multiple chances in the NFL. The more chances you give these teams, even bad teams, even the bad teams have a couple studs in the NFL or those go-to guys where you're like, all right, we're definitely going to him in this situation. And that's what Waller is built for. That's what these big tight ends are built for is that type of scenario. And so, yeah, it's it's just so frustrating. And it's just like, I get it. I get it, Jonathan Allen. I mean, the fans get it, of course. The fans have been dealing this for, with forever of just uh, incompetent coaching. Uh, Riverboat Ron, who never actually gambles with anything, <laughs> it seemingly, he barely gets mad. Like, yeah, okay, he got fired up on one play this year, and he was telling the refs, like, this is the two, two years in a row you screwed us because he's talking about the no call from last year against the Giants where it should have been passed interference in the end zone and so it's like all right so that's what you're so focused on ron like you're focused on i mean like let's there's so many other issues going on with this team the fact that the offense is putting up one touchdown in a game and you're just still screaming at the refs for like 25 minutes about this it's just like uh (laughs) it's just it's just crazy here's here's the last thing i'll say is I'm, i'm a little ticked off with certain people on social media that when the John Allen clip came out, obviously a lot of media outlets picked it up, um, and obviously there was you know words said as you you heard earlier. Yeah. But some people were like, "Well, you didn't do anything in the game. You only had like four tackles or something." It's like, first of all, the guy's a first round pick. Secondly, he actually has been an Iron Man for us for the most part. He hasn't missed that much time. Okay, the guy came out of college was supposed to be a top five to ten pick, but everyone passed on him because of the sole fact that he had like a shoulder or something of that nature that everyone was scared about. The guy's a model uh, character guy. He also is a really nice person uh, in in person because I've talked to him before uh, back when he was in high school where you think that a guy that's that dominant, which, by the way, our our buddy Dan in our text thread has actually played against John Allen. I don't know if you heard about that. He played against him once. And he said the guy was just a monster for the sole fact that you think if a guy's that good in high school and is kicking everyone's ass, you would think that, you know, he should be a D-bag and, you know, tries to showboat. That guy couldn't have been the nicer guy. He's a nice guy on and off the field. Uh, He's he's laying his life on the line all the time going out there for us, even when we suck. And it's like for people to sit there and say, well, you're not doing anything. That's just them lashing out because of the sole fact that the guy's a defensive tackle. Okay, he's not, you know, uh, uh, Dwight Freeney. You know, he's not an edge guy. So you you think about it and say, these people want him to go out there and get two sacks a game. That's he's not a a, a pass rusher like that. Yeah, that's not like he's not in Dominican Sue. Like it's it's like the problem is that people think that John Allen should be doing so much more sometimes. And again, this is a very very small minority. But it kind of ticked me off when I saw a few different comments saying like, you know, you don't you're not doing this much and blah blah blah. Like it's like. What, what what are those people saying when Chase Young wasn't doing crap for the last two years, basically? Yes, he had a pretty good game yesterday. But at the same time, you're thinking about John Allen's the only one speaking up. And I believe when he spoke up, he was talking to the coaches. 
Now, obviously, some of that probably was directed a little bit towards the players uh, because some guys are missing assignments and different things of that nature. But when it comes down to coaching, okay, you, you can't go out there and expect the players, you know, and expect to, to go by that mantra, well, they have to execute. Like, it's, it's not all about just the players executing because your scheme might suck. I mean, let's be honest here. The offensive line blows, you know, for, for multiple weeks. The, the defensive, you know, output was, was atrocious. And you're, you're looking there and saying he's trying to, you know, work his ass off here. And, again, I'm not trying to say he's, you know, the bee's knees every single week. He has off games too. But the problem is is this coaching staff needs a shakeup. Okay, because yeah. honestly, if you put Bienemy and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna die on this hill for this year. If you put Bienemy in charge and give him that, that 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 chance, okay, I think he's gonna fire up this team. I think they're gonna go out there and surprise a few different teams. Maybe go out there and and and, and win a game they're not supposed to here or there. Okay, again, we only had 11 games left or whatever it is. So why not shake it up a little bit? Who again, like we said last week, who cares who calls the place? For defense, or who cares who calls the plays, you know, or or just slides into the offensive coordinator position. You know, the enemy's going to be calling the plays anyways. It just makes no sense because, again, we sit here and we're turning our wheels and we're reclining our chairs, watching Ron Rivera go out there every single week and watching Jack Del Rio go out there every single week and this and that and this and that. It's like, we're again, it's just a carousel. We're going around and around and around, and the operator, Joe Dirt, is just not stopping this this carousel. I just don't get it, man. I just I just I will never get it until they actually make a move for once. Yeah, it's it's very frustrating. And again, this the season predictions of seven and ten and nine and eight from us. Uh, we'll see where this team ends up. Hey, you never know; they could get hot. But um, I'm definitely thinking it's going to end up probably being closer to. By the way, seven and I don't think scenario. I told you this. Okay, I'm going to bring these up real quick. Actually, I think one of them up I'll bring up. So, obviously, my season-long sweat with the the win right. total and USC winning the national title. That nice Falcons win yesterday. Helps oh my us gosh, out a dude! Bit <laughs> dude, I've been keeping track of that. We're actually in really good standing yeah. now because that gives yeah. them the first part of that tiebreaker. So, I have uh, some. I think I might have told you this. So, I have some uh, some futures. Okay, so my first one is I got the Lions. Winning the NFC, plus 550. Tulane winning the uh, AAC championship game. Air Force winning the Mountain West championship game. Washington winning the Pac-12 championship. And the total is, it's a $5 bet to win 365. So the Lions at plus 550, I got them. But they probably are probably plus 750 now. Um, Right, right, right. I ended up switching and I did the Commanders again. I did... Washington to win the national title and uh, the Commanders to go over seven and a half, which is not looking good now. Five dollars to win a hundred. So I got some more uh, some some overzealous uh, <laughs> ones that I tried to put in there for seasons because I love the season long sweats, but I had to had to go with your Lions because I have I have faith. I like it. I, I mean, I have faith too. I, I think the Lions will win the division. They they will win the division. I, I I think that that division is just so bad that even a letdown for a game or two is not going to cost them too much. But um, let's before we wrap the show, let's hit up a little bit of Survivor action. Yeah, a little, little bit. We won't uh, spend too much time on it, but we do have to talk about. And again, if you're not into Survivor, feel free to skip ahead. If you are into Survivor, then settle in. Um, but yeah, big episode. Uh, well, we haven't done the show for a couple weeks, so we had. 
an, a, a pretty darn amazing episode. <laughs> I talked about it by myself last in, week. <laughs> in the second, yeah, for, for the second one. So we won't spend too much time on that one. But yeah, that one was great. Um, you gotta love when things are uh, a little bit crazy at Tribal, you know, where you got, you know, Mind games being played, blind sides like that is. I get this real quick. Uh, I don't want to interrupt you, yeah. but I went on YouTube last week because you have the sounder, and I, and yeah, I got yeah. the the uh, intro to every single season on a loop. <laughs> so and they're all different ones. Like they're four, oh, forty five. Right, right. They're probably little changes. It's forty five yeah, yeah. intros, and I just, I just left it playing. That's that awesome. was great. All right, That's sorry, awesome. sorry. I, I just have to tell uh, you. About no, it. no, no, no. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, pretty awesome episode. Where unfortunately for you though, um, Sabaya. Gets voted Out. off. Uh, Blindside. Yeah. Gone. Uh, she gone. She gone. Um, which is, she, and she was a pretty competitive player. Yeah. Like, you know, had had an idol. Like, you know, things were looking like she was going to be a, a decent player in this game. And, yeah, that's what, that's the beauty of Survivor is uh, when you think that you're in a great spot, next thing you know, you're going to be gone. So, yep. like, you yep. have to, that's why you have to always have a little bit of paranoia about it. Um, and... My guy Caleb is the puppet master. Dude, right this guy now. is nuts, I mean, like, man. He's unbelievable. Dude, he, he looked like Ray Allen. One of, he's like one of the most athletic guys <laughs> in the game. He's making friends and alliances with like everybody. Yeah. Uh, super charismatic. He's dropping NBA <laughs> references all the time on the on the show. It's like this guy is. I'm very confident in Caleb. Yeah. Now the problem is though. You worry sometimes if a guy's getting this much attention in the show and everybody kind of realizes, like, this guy's awesome, you kind of worry if he's going to get voted off sometime soon. So we'll see. I mean, he, heck, he almost got voted off in the in the week that Sabaya right. yeah. got to stay. So, uh, or when Sabaya got voted off. So we'll see what happens there. As far as the rest of our guys that are still in live, Austin's in good shape here. He's got multiple idols and advantages and all this sort of <laughs> stuff. So he's looking good. Brando, we didn't really see much from him in the past episode, yeah. but he's still in the game. Um, Kendra, kind of the same deal. Like, she's around. She's there, but not really making a big impact. And then Sifu almost got voted out. Yeah, that was, that was, a, not, that was a surprise. If not for Sean, I believe his name was Sean, yeah. quitting. So for the Survivor fans here, we've got two quits in the first, like, four episodes, right? So it's like we're 50%. Fifty <laughs> percent quit rate right now, which is fifty percent quit rate, which is awful. Uh, because like looking back, like I, I like I was watching season two or three recently, and like there was like a quit, and it was like, oh yeah, that happens. It's pretty rare. Every now and then somebody will be, but it usually when the quits happen, it's usually like we're like twelve, thirteen, fourteen days in, and somebody's like. I just can't take it anymore. I'm exhausted, that sort of thing. And you're like, all right, well, you gave it a shot. You've been around two weeks. A lot of these guys, they've only been in the game. Well, first, the first quit obviously was awful. She'd been there like two days. (laughs) And then like this quit, like you were there eight or nine days. And the whole thing was also, and and, uh, this other podcast I listened to about Survivor made a great point is he quit because he's like, "I, I miss my husband. You don't even get to go home after this. <laughs> like, like, like once you leave the show because nobody else can know what happens. Right. You have to go sit in the hotel yeah, for two for weeks days. and like for another yeah another couple weeks. So like, you quit the show. You're to for your husband. You're not going to see your husband for weeks. So why are you quitting the right. show? It, it's idiotic. Yeah. Uh, it was so well, stupid. I, I already told you that I was <laughs> tilted with him in the first episode when he was telling everyone, "Oh, I love you so much. I love you so much." Like, oh, dude. Yeah. 
super fake. It's, it's, it's like, and then, and then, you know what really tilted me was that awkward moment when he like kind of like stopped talking and he sat there and everyone's like putting their arm on him and he was like this. Yeah. Like, like look, it was like really awkward for like 10 seconds where he had like, I don't know, I don't know, like, like that, that, uh, that frog meme with like the, the, the cartoon right, frog right, with the right. big lips. He was like sitting there like that and he was, it's like, you're a loser. I'm sorry. You're yeah. a loser. No, Get he, at, he is. The he problem is. is that there are so many people that want to play Big Brother. They want to do I amazing know. race. They want to do. It's like, oh, you know what? I just, I've, you know, it's this is not my dream anymore. It's like, it's not. What do you mean? It's not your dream anymore? Because that's a cowardly way to go out. Because of the sole fact that you have to look at it this way, you were easily going to get voted out. Now, who knows what that what that Jane lady or whatever the lady who voted Sifu? It kept trying to avoid him. Even right. He, he, he kept looking at her. To, but I know they were trying to get out. There was a plan to get out Sifu. Yeah. But there was also a plan to get out Sean. So it was, it was hard to see like where the votes were all going to. But fall. it's like I like I told you that guy is he's he's just like a phony. He's a loser. Yeah. Like I think they picked these losers because they want them to get out in this situation and tell everyone how of a life-changing experience it is or something like that. Like, it's like a plant or something. Like, they're, like, planting somebody in there because they know they're not going to win. Like, th- like their right. odds are astronomical. And they put them in these situations where it's like, this this team sucks. Caleb and Sabaya were great players, and all of a sudden their team just got pwned every single week because you got these two losers over here that this guy can't climb a ladder, and this other guy, I don't even know where Sean was in the challenge. Like, I mean, he was, yeah. like, underwater or something like that. And he weighs clearly, like, 90 pounds. <laughs> Did you see him trying whatever, to lift like, that cage? He was yeah. like this, and, like, his arms weren't even touching it. Well, that new team now, it's, like, all Sifu. Like, he's the only guy <laughs> that has any muscle mass on him <laughs> at all. Yeah, it, it, it's... It, so they did do the big tribe swap. So now we move some guys around and like in theory to like maybe try and even it out again. But then it's like now that team, they just tried to get out their biggest guy in Sifu where it's like if you had voted Sifu out and Sean had stayed, what the hell would you guys be doing for these next yeah. couple challenges? If there's anything about lifting anything, you're done because all these other tribes have like, you know, big dudes on it. And you're just a bunch of skinny guys with Sean and like, you know, the, some of the women on the and the women on that team are all pretty small yeah. too. It's not even like you've got like you know burly strong yeah. women. You don't so got rugby like, players. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, it was it was so, like going back to what you were saying. It's like it sucks. I hate I hate seeing people quit because it's like it's one thing to be like medically evacuated out of the game and like that's like you know one of those things where it's like if the doctor pulls you, the doctor pulls you. There's nothing you could do. Uh, you gave it your all. But the people that are just like I'm good. I've been here a week. I'm ready to go home. It's like, what the hell? You know how long it takes to even get on the yeah. show? I mean, I'm talking about not only the applications, but you go through multiple interviews uh, with producers, and then eventually even Jeff Probst talks to you on a Zoom for you know an hour or whatever and gets to know you and kind of feels it out. And you have to go through that process. Then you have to go through a training process where they make sure, like, hey, this guy's not going to die day one. Like, they try to get you prepped for it. And then you go out on the island. They usually, like, send you there, like, a week before it starts, and you're on Ponderosa, and, like, you're getting you know, prepped and you're ready and, 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 and all this sort of stuff. And like, it's just, there's so many steps leading into this for somebody to quit on like day nine or whatever he did. I think it was like yeah. nine or 10. It's like, that is one of the most embarrassing things you can do in your life. And he should be embarrassed. And like, honestly, um, you know, he, he may regret it for the rest of his life because it's like not only the money part, but just like the fact that you quit, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's one thing to lose. You get voted out, you get voted right. out. That's the game. But to quit, 
Yeah. It's just Oh, idiotic. please, please write my name down. You are a loser. I'm sorry. You're a loser, okay? I don't care. I mean, if, if you get blindsided, sweet, okay? You got blindsided. This is right. how it is. But don't sit there and say... I beg you guys to please write my name down on that. And then what? what oh, and when he that's, said, that's "Oh, dude," when he when he said it. parchment, it really tilted me because I'm like, "All right, dude, like, like on the parchment paper, like, what are we in a, 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 a Jack Sparrow movie? Like, it's like it's a guy's. It's the it's worst. Just, oh, it's the it's, worst. What a loser! <laughs> loser. But hopefully, that's the last quit we'll have. Yeah, because it seems like everybody else in the game wants to be there. That's yeah. that's my impression. There seems to be some players left. So again, uh, Mike has Austin and Brando still in the game. I have my three: Caleb, Kendra, and Sifu all still in the game. But Sifu barely hanging in there, especially after what happened last vote. We'll see if he's able to uh, stay on. We'll do Moneyline, then we will knock out the Daily Dozen, because I don't want to forget Moneyline. I think last time we were like, almost forgot. Um, so we'll do Moneyline first. Okay. Uh, so the Moneyline, sponsored by DraftKings. Uh, picks of the week. Yeah, I mean, last week was rough for, for <laughs> what, both <0-4>. of us. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we, we stunk last week, but we'll hopefully be back in action for this week. Uh, I'm 5-5, five and five, Mike's 4-6, and six, but yeah, we both sucked last <laughs> week. Uh, my dog, I'm going... Rams plus six against the Cowboys. I kind of like that line. Um, you know, Cowboys have been iffy for sure. Rams, it's not like the Rams have been amazing. They've been in games. Yeah, I like yeah. them at least covering the six. Um, I like, you know, I, I just, I like that spread. So I don't know if the Rams are going to beat the Cowboys, but I like them keeping it somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, so I'm picking them as the dog there. My lock. Unfortunately, I'm going Eagles minus six and a half against Commanders. I, I, I think like, I know this game, the Commanders almost beat them last time. Like I know it was close and all that sort of stuff, but I, I don't know, man. I just think like this team is spiraling a little yeah. bit. Um, and you know, the Eagles picked up a, a really nice win against the Dolphins, one of the best teams in the NFL. They're riding high. They got a division game coming up here. I like the Eagles in this one. And this this is the Thursday night game, or is this on Sunday? The, the Eagles the Eagles uh, commanders game is Sun is Sunday, one o'clock. Okay, it's yeah. Sunday. Okay. So uh I like how you went the dog first and then your lock, switch it up a little bit. Obviously, we said earlier in the show that this past week was just nuts for football because there was all these unexpected things, and that's why we got demolished in bets. So my dog yeah. I'm going to start with, you know, and by the way, I'm going to preface this saying I don't like any of the spreads right now, to be honest with you. I didn't, yeah. I didn't like any of them except for my lock. But my dog, I'm going to go Pittsburgh plus two and a half uh, versus Jacksonville. Uh, Deontay okay. Johnson's back. Nice win for the Steelers yeah. this yeah, past and they, week. And, and they, they yeah. beat the Rams and whatnot, but uh, – by the way, humble brag. Oh, okay, humble it. And I may have mentioned this in a, in our text. So I was in bye week hell in fantasy this week. I had four guys on bye week. Um, so I had to make some moves. Ooh, yeah, moving it. And in the running back position, your boy picks up Najee Harris. Doesn't have a touchdown all year. <laughs> He's kind of stunk all year. And the guy gave me 14, 15 points in fantasy and scored a TD. That is, that's a, that's that's why they pay me the big bucks to be the GM of this fantasy. Hey, you know what? He, they should hire you in real life. Uh, yeah, they should. <laughs> so, again, Steelers plus two and a half. I would like to put that at three and a half uh, at a point and just probably go like, what, minus yeah. 150 or something like that. But we'll take the plus two and a half because, I mean, these picks don't matter. It's like, it's like whose line is it anyway? Um, so, uh, the lock <laughs> Falcons minus one at the Titans. The Titans, as of right now, seem like they're going to either start Will Levis or Malik uh, Willis. And the best right. part about it is, is Malik Willis 
if he was starting for an entire season, he might let up 250 sacks. That guy literally played two drives or whatever in that one game a couple weeks ago and let up like five (laughs) sacks. And it's like, all right, this is this is pathetic. So that's what my picks are. My dog Steelers plus two and a half versus Jacksonville, which I would like to add a point there, but that's not what the spread is right now. And the lock Falcons minus one at the Titans. All right, we will now head into the Daily Dozen trivia, if I can find the right music. I can't remember what if it's this one. Is this is this our Daily Dozen? Sure. Is this our daily I, daily? Honestly, it's, right. it's it, it, anything that doesn't get copyrighted. Oh, no, it's this one. It's this one. Oh, yeah. That's daily classic. Dozen trivia time. I'm going to get the screen sharing going. Is Mike... Uh, did for you guys last week. Does this look good? All right. Um, all right. We're going to hit up the Daily Dozen trivia. So we'll just start from top left here. NFL. Hakeem Nix posted back-to-back seasons with over 1,000 yards receiving for what NFC team in 2010 and 2011? That would be the New York Giants. New York Giants. Ding. <laughs> uh, MLB. Speaking of the Giants. After an all-star career in Boston, Mo Vaughn signed a six-year. This is the Angels. I, I know Mo Vaughn Angels because I feel like uh, I feel like uh, was he on the Angels in backyard baseball? I think he was. No, I think. Yeah, he, I don't he know. Have, yeah, he might have the old logo. Yeah, but I definitely remember him on the Angels. Uh, NHL, you're gonna have to take all this right. one because I don't know. Making the 2010s All-Decade Second Team, this goaltender spent his entire NHL career with the Rangers from 2005 through 2021. The Vezina Trophy. In twenty, that should be um, uh, Henrik Ludquist. Oh, okay. Then I probably should have known that. (laughs) Um, Okay, three for three. (laughs) Geography. This is the capital of Connecticut. It's not Bristol. I've, 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 I have these memorized because I from a couple years ago. Just give me a second. Giving you a second. You're right. It's not. It's not Bristol. Is it? Is it Hartford? Stamford. It is Hartford. That's it. That's it. That's it. Man, I am 100%. so smooth with it, man. That's a good pull. Thanks. That's a good pull. Oh. So everybody match him. <laughs> All right. Well, inside is definitely Billy Joel. That's my guy. Billy Joel. Look, right, look at those cans. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> look at those cans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whose cans are those? Um, are they, <laughs> this is awkward, but... I'm looking also at the hair too, because like, so we're talking about like really blonde. It's not hair. Anna Ferris, is it? She doesn't look. No, no, no. She doesn't have uh, those. <laughs> I'm thinking those. like, uh, <laughs> Pamela Anderson's an option. Um, yeah, who would wear that low cut? And then the only other one, just because of like, I know it sounds weird, but because of this like platinum blonde, um, was Jessica Simpson have? These? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't know for sure. I mean, I feel like, I feel like it's, it's, <laughs> I feel like it's one of those two. It's either Jessica Simpson or Pamela Anderson. I, I think, but Pamela might be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, I think, I think it's do. Jessica Simpson. Okay. Chicken selects. Oh, <laughs> dude, I was all over the chicken. I mean, all I needed to see was chicken selects. So <laughs> Did you read it? There. Oh, boy. Uh, MTV reality show features a fan favorite moment in the second season where character references the name of J420, Joe Yanks, and Bill. So, funny enough, I'm rewatching this show. Okay. Um, 
it is Jersey Shore. Um, I, I uh, because this is Jay Wow's like friends. She's like she's like talking about like uh, they're gonna be going to the club and it's like who else is gonna be there? It's gonna be like oh J four twenty's gonna be there. Joey Yanks, Bill, like she. This is uh, this is Jersey Shore. Uh, trashy TV, yeah. but man, touche. I remember watching uh, movies, Jersey Shore literally in my college dorm room. Like everyone had to uh, watch it. It's the best. And the year that they went to Italy was like oh insane, where Mike smashes his head against <laughs> the wall, and like he's in like a neck brace, <laughs> and he's like crying by himself. Oh, it's the best. Uh, based on a novel, Benjamin Walker played a fictionalized version of a U.S. president who's faced on Mount Rushmore as he fights mythical creatures in this 2012 Lincoln right horror film. This is that Lincoln vampire yeah. guy, the one. So it's Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter. All right. I mean, we're, we're crushing this. Uh, oh, this is right up Mike's yes. alley here. What 2001 Nickelback song? Never made it as a wise man. Couldn't cut it as a poor man stealing. You're not going to finish it? Tired of living like a blind man. This is how you remind me of what I really am. How you remind me. <laughs> Look at that. Is that, is that. is that really? Ooh, a little celebrity mashup. 11%. No one really knows can size. No one knew the cans. No one knows the cans. MLB, size. I'm surprised about MLB. I mean, Move on Angels, I feel like it's pretty obvious. And then, I, I, so I probably wouldn't have known the TV if I hadn't been watching Jersey Shore recently. Okay. I would have been like, but then again, you think like MTV show, you kind of like, I mean, Jersey Shore is always going to be a good option there. Um, but that's interesting. And then, yeah, only 60% new Lundquist. I'm kind of shocked because uh, all those are, like, yellow. You know, usually you see at least one, maybe even two that are green that are, like, you know, what is a, you know, a candy bar that's that's blue and it, and it has the word crunch in it. <laughs> like, yeah, the two highest stupid. are 75%, and that's geography and NFL. So Hartford and uh, and uh, Hakeem Nicks on the, on the Giants. So, all right, well, I mean, let me, let's mark that yeah, down. Yeah, write it uh, down. We are... Nine out of nine. I mean, honestly, I'm hoping they have another celebrity mashup like that because I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a good sight to see on that celebrity mashup. Great choices. There. Two, two I mean, unbelievable yeah. choices. Yeah, two unbelievable choices. Uh, <laughs> play along at home, dailydozentrivia.com. Not a sponsor of the show, but you can go play. That'd be awesome if it um, was. Yeah, well, we'll we'll reach out because I mean, apparently we're the greatest ever to play this game. <laughs> um, well, <coughs> I'm dying. Uh, that about does it on today's episode. We'll be um, uh, who do the commanders have this? Oh yeah, Commanders Eagles, obviously. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Definitely, we'll have a lot to talk about. And then also next episode we'll be able. And and I know again DC crossover we jump around to different sports. I mean the Caps have been god awful to start yeah. the year, so there's really not a whole lot of fun things to talk about with them. Um, but we may touch on them at some point, maybe like ten games in. We'll kind of like talk about where they're at. Wizards kick off this week as well. Um, that will be we'll, we'll probably touch on some of that. I mean, with the Wizards, obviously with this roster, just a bunch of different guys now, and we'll we'll see what happens. I mean that Bilal Koulibaly has looked pretty good in the preseason. Uh, Jordan Poole's going to put up a bunch of numbers. Kuzma's going to put up some numbers. So hopefully this team's at least entertaining to watch. Yeah. And if they're not, that just means cheap tickets. And, you know, yeah. uh, then go to the game. Like, uh, I'm, I'll, I'll probably look at the – I think the Pistons come play 
the Wizards in March usually. They usually do it right around like MLK, MLK Day in February. Hey, I went to my first but, Wizards game last year, and I actually enjoyed it. I mean, it's a good time. I mean, yeah, I'm with you. Like, And I'm going to go see Caps Red Wings next year too. Um, I should, I should, but, I should, I should uh, preface but, that saying first in like a decade. Right, right, right. So, But, yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, I think – and I think the Wizards is it's always going to be a great time. And I was at M and T Bank this this weekend, and and I've so I've been there, and I've been to FedEx, and yeah, there are definitely some differences <laughs> between yes. the two stadiums. Uh, one is a heck of a lot nicer than the other. And it's funny when I was we were walking t- from the garage to the stadium, we're walking through some of these neighborhoods that are like super nice. <laughs> and like you always think of Baltimore as like you know there's just and and there are some bad neighborhoods for sure, but there's some of these neighborhoods you're walking through. Uh, and you're just like, this is uh, now. I'm not saying I would live there, but you know, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the <laughs> ones you're pretty... talking about. Where'd you guys, um, did you guys I mean, tailgate? We, we we were parked on no, we had we parked in a garage. Uh, we were on Lee Street, um, and then uh, you know you just walk because my uh, buddy's house was on Patapsco Street, which is probably like. I don't know, less than ten blocks from Camden and and all and, and all that right, stuff. Right, right. So we were maybe a little bit closer than that, but and that um, was not a nice house. But, <laughs> right. So these these neighbor this neighborhood was pretty nice. Anyways, and the stadium was was awesome. Um, but yeah, hopefully FedEx. We just need to get a new stadium. That's what At some is. point, but it'll never happen. <laughs> all right, let's go watch some uh, Monday night football. Gotta put in the uh, sweats. Go, Go Brock Purdy. Give me some points. Oh, let me let me. Of course, our our boy needs to play. Yeah, he got a big win this past yeah. week. He did, and, and they did it with you know some guy no one's ever heard of. This guy no one's ever heard of, and suddenly this guy is better than the guy they freaking drafted. <laughs> yeah. Like that's supposed to be the savior of their franchise. Um, but now the Bears are starting to do good. It's like. You, Go get Caleb. You're supposed to get Caleb Williams. That's what yeah. you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. You're supposed to be tanking for yeah, Caleb you, Williams. What are you doing? If they doing? tank, they get the, like two of the top three picks. Yeah, not gonna not gonna be good. Now, Commanders might as well tank. <laughs> yeah. okay. and the, a topic for another time. We'll see you next time. This has been another episode of the DC Crossover.